0: This episode of the Beauty Industry podcast was brought to you by Circuit Skin Australia, making skincare smarter for almost 2 decades. Hello and welcome to the Beauty Industry podcast, your online support community for the professional beauty industry. I am your host, founding director of Beauty Industry, Tamara Reid. Here, we are closing the competitive gap and speaking your language. This is a platform created and dedicated to the professional beauty industry, valuing community over competition. We serve to help connect you with inspiration from industry experts, expand your knowledge through educational pieces and bring you the latest in product and technology innovation. This is Beauty Industry. Today, my guest is Dr. Rahi from Dr. Rahi Clinic in Beverly Hills. Dr. Rahi is board certified in internal medicine and she owns an aesthetic and integrative clinic in Beverly Hills and treats many celebrities, influencers, and thought leaders. She believes in beauty from the inside out and making sure that you get the best health care starting from the inside. Dr. Rahi prefers to have a holistic and integrative approach when treating her patients. At her clinic, she doesn't want to apply a quick fix that won't last. While Dr. Rahi offers state-of-the-art treatments such as injectables, non-surgical facelifts, RF radio frequency, and laser treatment, her treatment techniques involve much more than just advanced treatment programs, but also include nutritional food maps, tips, exercises for stress reduction, sleep therapy, hormone replacement therapy, and supplements, which are just some of the ways Dr. Rahi offers care for her patients to achieve optimal health and being their best self. Dr. Rahi shares with us today how she built her practice from one room into three locations, the lessons she's learned since being a business owner, and two, why she decided to serve on the front line during a global pandemic and step away from her business. Here's Dr. Rahi and I for Beauté Industry.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much for spending your evening um, with me. You are all the way over in um, the US, so I really appreciate spending your time with us this evening. We start um, our podcast by looking back on our guest career pathways, and particularly, I love to find out how our guest entered into the aesthetic beauty industry altogether. So I'd love to start with you there today.
1: I started in the aesthetic industry um, after I completed my residency, and I wanted to learn more about aesthetics and see. Initially, I started it as a curiosity because I just wanted to take some more courses in it and see if it was something I enjoyed, and as soon as I started it, I realized that it's absolutely made for me, and I just kept going forward with it, and here I am today. Amazing. Yeah. What did
0: you find that you loved about it the most? I mean, I was very similar to you. I was a little bit curious, jumped in and then just fell head over heels. What was it for you that went, this is it?
1: Um, when I realized that this business and this area of medicine involves focusing on health, wellness and beauty and that you're helping people by giving them education on how to take care of their bodies, whether it's on the inside or the outside. Cause I practice what I call integrative aesthetics. So I really focus on um, really looking at the root cause of whatever problems you may have. And, you know, um, if you want to optimize your aesthetic looks, you have to optimize your health overall. And so knowing that I'm able to help people give them the education and I can create happiness within someone um, gives me a lot of joy. Yeah. It's the most special feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. I love it. And so, um, I kept going with aesthetics and integrative medicine. Um, I hadn't worked in the hospital for a while and it just wasn't for me.
0: Yeah. We love our aesthetics <laughs> more than the medical. Yeah. It gives us a bit more of a, um, a bit more of a recognition, I guess, as well, when you see that instant transformation, Hey, <laughs>
1: Well, it's also the instant transformation on the outside, but also the inside and like giving people the tools that they need to take care of themselves as well. And that's just great.
0: Yeah, for sure. Now you started your business in a small office in Santa Monica to what is now a big clinic in Beverly Hills. And you're also going to open one in New York City. So you are a superwoman, but I want to know, what do you think? When you reflect on yourself in Santa Monica, in the small office, knowing what you know now,
1: um, I started in one room in a shared space with other practitioners who were also practicing various forms of integrative medicine, and it was a tiny room. And um, I, you know, the first day I opened my the first day I showed up to this new space, I had no clinic, clients or patients. Um, and now I'm, you know, I think we're upgrading our office here in LA actually. And then we're also going to be opening something in New York. So it's been so such a journey. And from where I started to where I am, I mean, I always had a vision, but I am so happy that we've been able to create what we've created and, um, we've been able to grow it and it's just it's just empowering to know that, like, I was able to do this and I created this from scratch. And um, I also am able to provide such, you know, such a, um, I can be such a source of healing for my patients and my clients and my, my colleagues and my friends and my family.
0: Yeah, it's such a nice feeling knowing that. I mean, especially for yourself, walking into that small little office building, one room, seeing no clients, and then thinking, oh my goodness, how am I going to get this business up off the ground to now having multiple locations? I mean, what's your secret sauce? Can you share with us? How did you get those clients and grow so quickly?
1: Um, consistency, um, putting my heart and soul into the practice, and really you know, educating myself often, not just, you know, learning one thing and then never learning more because medicine's always changing, aesthetics is always evolving. There's so much new technology out there. So really having the drive, being consistent, never giving up, um, moving forward, even, you know, at the beginning where it was, you know, a heavy investment on my end to switch my career from one, one trajectory to another. Um, but I am so happy I did it. It was definitely, you know, um, at the beginning, it was definitely more difficult and juggling, you know, starting a new practice and also juggling the business side of it, which is something that you have to learn along the way. Cause in medical school, we're not taught anything about business or managing a medical practice. We're, we're just taught, you know, the basics of disease and how to, like, you know, treat disease. But, um, I furthered my education and focus really on prevention, vitality, and also, um, you know, learning more about the business side of things. So learning and consistency and drive, I think, are, is my secret sauce.
0: Yeah, good point. And that's so very true because when we are practitioners, we're the therapists, we're the estheticians, we're in the medical field, we know how to do the job, right? We know how to perform the service. But then when it comes to putting on that business owner hat, it's a whole new ball game that we never even learned about. Yeah.
1: It's exciting because you learn to interact with people differently and you, um, also can enter more of a creative space because medicine doesn't allow for much creativity. Um, but when you enter the world of aesthetics, that's when you can be more creative. And uh, when you're growing a business, you can be creative in different ways too, including like marketing or, you know, networking yourself. And it's, it's been a lot of work, but it, it's been so much fun. It's been such a unique experience. So rewarding.
0: Now you mentioned before your approach to integrative medicine and specifically your integrative and intensive consultations. And we love a good consultation here at Butay Industries. So tell us what makes your consultation so unique?
1: Uh, Well, basically I approach the patient as a whole and um, I will incorporate all aspects of what makes a patient or a human a human or what makes you you so that includes not just the physical complaints that a person may have but I also explore other areas and you know ask questions that you might not necessarily think are important when it comes to your health but when you really look at it um, almost everything is important including um, you know your connection with spirituality your connection with your friends your um, you know, your diet, your lifestyle, um, your exercise. So it's when you, when I approach a patient for an integrative consult, I take everything into consideration. And based on that, including lab work, um, I'll come up with a plan. And I always tell people to be patient because you can't make significant changes in your health and wellness, um, in one day, It has to be a process and we have to work together and I have to give you ideas and you have to implement these ideas into your life. And, you know, every day is a new day and every day is a day for you to do some self-care.
0: Absolutely. And just outlining to the client that it's also a partnership, you know, that you can't do all of the work as a practitioner and they can't go home and be cheeky and not use their skincare and not follow up with treatments. You know, it's almost like a marriage, isn't it?
1: It is. um, And I find that when I am working in this area of health and wellness and vitality, people are more inclined to be adherent to their um, routines I found that uh, historically, working in you know the hospital or working more traditional medical m- medical jobs um, before before I started my own practice, uh, I found that a lot of times it was more difficult to. Uh, have the patients be adherent to my recommendations. And that's another reason that I've chosen to do this because I like to keep that relationship and help people. And, you know, when someone responds and actually engages, it's nice because then we can like go through the journey together.
0: After the break, Dr. Rahi shares with us the types of results she's noticed in her clients through the integration of internal diagnosis the need for balance and schedule in her busy life and two shares with us her tips for trending treatments in 2021 but first a word from today's beauty partner community if you are searching for a skincare brand to stock in your space then you should look no further than circuit skin the original skincare brand is back in australia bigger and better than ever before With over 20 years of research and development, happy clients treating all concerns through ingredients which are considered through their earth-aware, conscious ethics, Circuit Skin is a brand your retail offering and treatment menu is going to love. Promoting professional prescriptions by skincare specialists rather than selling online, Circuit Skin is the perfect combination of results meets relaxation in their signature eye-catching, yet eco-friendly packaging. To find out more about why so many therapists and clients are loving the return of Circuit Skin via distribution of InMed Aesthetics, visit www.circuitskin.com.au to take a look for yourself. Thank you so much to the team at InMed Aesthetics for making today's episode possible. And now back to Dr. Rahi. How have you found combining integrative medicine and anaesthetics in your practice with regards to the results that your clients are getting? I mean, sometimes people treat just strictly medical and then sometimes people treat just strictly um, integrative medicine or wellness, for example. But your combination approach, I'm sure you're seeing some pretty fantastic results out there.
1: Yes, because I like to do, I like to take the most minimally invasive approach and again, focusing on lifestyle changes and this overall allows for better results and longer lasting results, whether it's aesthetically or physically or mentally, spiritually, there's, um, when you, um, approach things more from a holistic perspective, you're bound to get overall better results.
0: And I guess, you know, from the client's point of view, the questions that you're asking in the consultation are probably things that they're thinking: Why on earth is she asking me about my stress levels or about my relationship with my friends or my family or what I'm eating? You know, I'm just here for my lips to be done or I'm just here for my yeah. acne to be moved. And once they yeah. start to connect all of the dots, it really does make a huge difference because they go, "Oh, well now I see." When I ate that huge bowl of ice cream the next day, I was breaking out, so I understand. Why you're saying to me in that consultation now
1: um exactly and it's not just it's stress it's your environment that affects your health it's your genetics it's your diet um it's your relationship with others there's so many things that come into play when um you consider your health so that it's really important to really consider everything when you want to improve your health
0: Yes, definitely. Now over here in Australia, wellness and results are really coming hand in hand, which we are so excited to see. I'm wondering what advice you would give somebody who is looking to incorporate more of that holistic and internal external methodology into their treatment plans and into their business.
1: Well, into their treatment plans, I would recommend educating yourself a little bit more about what is integrative medicine and what practitioners are close to you or if there's any practitioners that you can connect with that will do, you know, remote visits. Um, and from there, working towards a, a health, goal and, health goal and, you know, really being honest and true with yourself and trying to take it day by day to improve yourself. Um, that's what I would recommend specifically for patients who want to improve their health from a more holistic perspective. Um, If you're, if you want to transform your practice or your business into more holistic, um, you know, into a more holistic environment, I would recommend learning more again and um, seeing, you know, if whatever your profession is, what integrative courses there are out there, you know, if you're an esthetician, what courses out there are there for estheticians, so you can just get an idea of how to um, bring, a more integrative element to your practice.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's that constant need of upskilling and learning and educating and just building all of the knowledge because, as you said earlier, the day that we think we know everything is just not a good day because there's so much more out there for us to learn.
1: There's so much out there for us to learn. It's definitely not, you know, nobody knows everything.
0: Definitely. So I want to know, most doctors have such a beyond crazy workload. And generally we see them flit in and out of the treatment room with their clients. They're never there for more than two minutes. But what I found really interesting when I was researching and looking into how you treat is that you remain at the client side through every step of the treatment. So what
1: difference does this make
0: for your clients?
1: I develop my style because I've been a patient, but I've also been, a, you know, a doctor, and I'm also a doctor, and you know, I've seen all different types of like behaviors from doctors, and um, it's always the nicest when you know, when the client or the patient feels more comfortable in their environment. You know, you try to develop a comfortable, friendly relationship with them, and um, no judgments. And, you know, I I love what I do and I enjoy being there. And so there's no reason for me not to be there throughout the procedures and everything that we do here.
0: Yeah, for sure. Now, speaking of being there, you flew to New York at the height of the COVID crisis this year. What an upside down year we have had to volunteer. And you even started organizing a survival pack drive, which is absolutely incredible. What was that
1: like? What was that? Sorry, you did some good research on me.
0: We do our here.
1: <laughs> uh, so I, um, in March of 2020, when uh, COVID was really at large in Los Angeles, um, and that's when the first lockdowns happened. We weren't sure, you know, if we could keep our clinic open because some of the stuff we do is considered "quote unquote" non-essential, and some of the stuff that we do now is essential. Um, but uh, some of the stuff that I do can also be remote. Um, But we closed the office for about two months, two and a half to three months. And at the time I was sitting at home and I had this opportunity to go to New York to work in a pop-up hospital that catered to COVID only patients, COVID positive patients. And um, I thought about it, and it was just something that I thought that I could do, something that I was confident in, you know, I was confident in my skills, and I felt confident that I would be safe, so I decided to go to New York, um, and I went there the beginning of April of 2020, and I worked in a pop-up hospital for about two and a half months, Um, and near the end of my stay there, I had started opening, reopening my clinic back in LA, so I was kind of going back and forth, and Um, I really do like the East Coast of, you know, the United States. I'm originally from Toronto. So that kind of inspired me to open another practice in New York.
0: Very cool. How did you juggle the two? I mean, working in such a stressful environment like the COVID pop-up and also then reopening your business after having been closed for two and a half months?
1: It was I did it. I mean, now that I think about it, it was a lot of work, but um, I managed to somehow do both and keep both sides of my brain on, you know, the the hospital medical side and then the aesthetics and the integrated medicine. But that made me even, my COVID experience made me so much more passionate about health and wellness. Um, And ever since that experience, I've always, I've been really focused on um, bringing the best ideas and the best options for my patients and how they can remain healthy and vital and ensure that um, their immune systems are functioning well.
0: Yeah, I guess it really, it highlighted the need for health, you know, not even wellness, but just health as a baseline. Right, exactly. Mm. Absolutely. So then speaking of wearing lots of hats and juggling and struggling in the meantime, you own not one, but now two clinics. You're also a trainer and an educator. You're super active on social media. You've got a blog. You've got a podcast. How do you balance everything? Is there such thing as balance for you?
1: I've learned more and more and more how to balance myself. I think it took a long time to really figure it out. Um, but I think overall, I'm much more proud of my balanced life than I was before. Uh, I definitely try to incorporate exercise into my routine because I feel that that keeps me balanced. Um, meditation also helps a lot too. Uh, and spending, you know, I try not to overwork myself too much in the sense that I'll take a lot of time for myself if I need it. Um, Meaning, and, and, that, and that's kind of easy to do during COVID, but um, I focus on the practice and I focus on my own health and wellness and I try not to let other stressors get to me because there's a lot that, you know, can affect us on a day-to-day, but I try to stay focused
0: yeah, for sure. Are you somebody who schedules a lot and loves to do lists and diaries and calendars or are you more um, intuitive and just wing it?
1: I am the scheduling queen. I have lists upon lists upon lists upon lists <laughs> and, and I that's the only way I can remember to do anything. I just, every hour of the day is dedicated to something <laughs>
0: Very cool. We sound very similar.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I try not to stray, like if I'm doing something, I'll focus on it, finish it, and then I'll move on to the next. Although I can still multitask as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm interested to know, we see more now than ever people calling themselves coaches and entrepreneurs and experts and everything in between, but even before sometimes that they've earned the title. What's your advice for this next wave of people who are entering into the industry who want to make a difference?
1: I I really think, like I said earlier, sort of um almost like reiterating what I said about consistency and educating yourself. That's really important. Never giving up, like I said before. Um, But really just, you know, being true to yourself and finding what you love, because I think that took me a while to figure out. And once I really realized what I was made to do, I'm, I'm really happy. And I've been able to create opportunities for myself and for those around me. And I think that if you've, are passionate about anything, you really should learn about it and just follow your heart and um, don't focus on too much else other than the goal in mind. Mm, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of things can get in the way like, oh, I don't have enough money to do this or I don't have enough like time or, you know, if you really love something, move forward with it and make time for it. And, um, I, If it's something from your heart, then inevitably you'll find some success.
0: Yeah. It's about that consistent direction, isn't it? Yes. Very cool. So I'm interested to know it's been such a big year. You're opening businesses left, right and center. You're super, super busy and doing COVID and all of the things. What's been the biggest lesson in your career that you've taken away from being a business owner?
1: biggest lesson that i've that i would say i mean there's so many lessons and uh i i think that learning how to deal with people um not just from a medical perspective as a doctor but also dealing with them in in a more business sense as well it's it's been my greatest development i'd say uh, I think when I was going through med school and residency, I was just like this nerdy, awkward girl. And, um, and and a lot of doctors are very nerdy and awkward and that's okay. But once you start your own business, you have to really jump out of that sort of awkward phase and really become a people person. And so that has been my biggest development. I am really proud of that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's so cool. And also developing those leadership skills. You know, we were talking about before no one teaches you about business. Well, nobody teaches you about being a leader. And then all of a sudden you've got a team of people who you're managing and you're like, oh my goodness, how do I navigate all these different personalities? It's interesting.
1: And, um, you know, people learn differently. People um, have different hopes and dreams. And so also understanding that and people have different talents and also being able to harness everyone's talent and really seeing what everyone has to offer and being able to make that flow is is really a cool skill to uh, is, and, it, and everyone can develop it i think it's just like interacting with people and really understanding people better um but it took me a while to really get to this point
0: yeah absolutely lots of trial and error um what excites you moving into the new year What are you looking forward to the most?
1: I would say my opening my clinic in New York and doing more trainings um, would also um, more trainings both in New York and LA. I do a lot of mint thread trainings, um, PDO threads, which are basically. I'm not sure if you know what they are. Do you know what they are? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys have a lot of um, thread practitioners in Australia. We do.
0: Yes, it's becoming more and more popular. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, So I'm looking forward to doing more thread trainings. I find that when I'm training, I can unleash my creativity even more. And so it's so much fun being able to like.
0: Yes. I can't wait till I have my baby next year and then I can get some of these amazing treatments done again because I'm looking a little, looking a little (laughs) lax here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I love threads. I love threads.
0: Is that something that you see trending more into the year
1: 2021? Absolutely. 5,000%. Um, it's a non-invasive way to rejuvenate and um, it, the results are natural looking and um, you can do it in conjunction with other aesthetic therapies at the same time. And it's good to do threads because you're able to stimulate more collagen production and, you know, create a little bit of a lift and, um, Once you're healed, no one's gonna ever know that you've done anything.
0: We like that, we like that a lot. Dr. Rahi, thank you so much for coming on the Beauté Industry (laughs) Podcast today and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure. There's nothing more that I love than hearing from leaders in their field who are continuously pushing boundaries when it comes to the way we treat, which is certainly something we can confirm from today's conversation. If you're interested in seeing more about the way Dr. Rahi treats, then head to at Dr. Rahimd on socials and follow along with the location expansion as she moves into her New York clinic early next year. Don't forget to show and tag us while you're listening to this episode over on the gram on your stories at Beauty Industry and myself at Tamara Reed beauty. And if you feel like you're in a particularly generous mood, then head on into your podcast app and give us a little rating to let me know how much you're loving the podcast. Until next time, stay connected.